right, what's going on, everybody? This is episode number 16 of the Ear to the Canvas podcast. This is your host, Ryan Truland. Uh, it's a gloomy day out here in Jersey on the East Coast, but luckily this weekend we got the much-anticipated premiere of Fight Island. UFC 251 is Saturday. Cannot wait. Three title fights, man. As well as a bunch of other fun fights. It's going to be a sick card. First of four cards in like a two-week span on Fight Island. So a lot of exciting things going on with the UFC in, in like the next 15, 16 days. Um, before we get into all of it, going to preview UFC 251 today for the most part. Just because there's so much to unpack with this card. Um, but before we do, I just want to remind y'all that you can find me on backsportspage.com. That's what I write for. Uh, UFC articles coming out about two times a week. And a bunch of other great content, too, from the other sports. I'm also going to be having a new member of Batch Sports Page, who is a boxing and MMA writer, Alexis Rodriguez, will be joining me next week on the podcast to break down what happened, the results of UFC 251. So very much looking forward to having him on. Uh, probably the most exciting news I can share right now is that Batch Sports page is officially credentialed by the UFC, which is awesome. Um, <clears throat> really happy about that. Uh, the website's made a lot of good strides and don't want to waste any more time. Want to get into UFC 251. Uh, going to start off the main event because that's really what everybody's so excited for, especially since Masvidal stepped in for Gilbert Burns. I mean, right there, the pay-per-view numbers are just going to go up as soon as Masvidal's name went into the mix. It's just a more compelling fight from a fan's uh, perspective. Burns is really a tough matchup for Usman, I think, in a lot of ways. And even more so than Masvidal in many ways. But you can't deny Masvidal's the run that he's on right now and the fact that he was able to cut that weight on like a week's notice, and he just made way, it's official, really impressive, and it's just such a sick fight. Really the main reason why the pay-per-view numbers will go up is because Masvidal's such a star. The other reason is because um, Usman and Burns, that was a fight between friends, a fight between teammates. Usman and Masvidal is a fight between rivals, a fight between two men who really have true disdain for each other, just do not get along, and then let's be honest, that's always more entertaining uh, in a fight, it just is. Um, when there's tension between fighters, it's just, there's more on the line, it seems, even though there really isn't, as it pertains to their like careers and whatnot, uh, win's a win, a loss is a loss, but uh, it just adds a little extra to it. So, main event... Uh, speaking of them not getting along, I think one of the most fun things about this fight is going to be the trash talking in there. You're going to be able to hear just about everything, and I really anticipate these two talking back and forth, talking shit back and forth for the duration of this fight. And I think that's going to be a lot of fun, because <clears throat> I just picture these two talking to each other during this fight. And, of course, you're going to be able to hear pretty much all of it with the lack of an audience. So, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking, I'm going to be looking out for that for sure. It's going to be 
my ears will be open as well as my eyes. Um, as for the fight itself, breaking it down a little bit, I think for sure, um, I don't know how you could disagree with this, that Usman will have the cardio advantage. Even with a healthy, or a Masvidal that had been training a normal camp for this, uh, without with a regular weight cut, Usman would still have the cardio advantage because he would have, he has bet, better cardio than anybody in that division except for probably Colby Covington. Uh, they're probably about on the same level, I would say, as it pertains to cardio, but you saw Usman outlast Covington in that last fight, so... Uh, Usman's going to have a cardio advantage for sure in this one. Uh, but Masvidal is that se- more seasoned and proven striker. He's got that advantage on Usman. He's also, since this run that Masvidal has been on, his second coming, if you will, uh, he's displayed the ability to be a knockout artist at 170. And... That's not necessarily something that Usman is. He's never been known for that. Uh, So, yeah, Masvidal has that advantage for sure. But I do expect early on in this fight, Usman is going to test those borders on the feet. And like he did with Covington, um, I think he's going to try and keep this one on the feet, honestly, and show us that he can outstrike Masvidal. If he finds that early on he doesn't like what he's... What's going on in there? He's getting, uh, Mas- if Masvidal's getting the better of the exchanges, I could definitely see Usman then closing the dish- distance and trying to work this thing down to the ground. I think Usman will have a strength advantage in the clinch and those grappling situations. Uh, and of course, he's the more he's the more proven, decorated wrestler, uh, especially in as it pertains to mixed martial arts wrestling, Usman is elite. And, <clears throat> but you have to keep in mind, Masvidal will not be as easy to take down as, let's say, Volkov was against Blades. No way. Masvidal has trained with guys like Colby Covington, Yoel Romero. The guy has takedown defense. He will not be a walk in the park trying to get him down to the mat, because you know that's not where he wants to go either. So he's going to be doing everything he can to stop those takedowns if they come. And Usman will have to work. Not saying he can't get Masvidal to the ground. I think he can if he keeps wearing on him. I think the easiest path to victory for Usman, the best uh, path for him is to just wear Masvidal down. And the best way to do that is to grapple. That's the most tiring art form in this sport is grappling and wrestling. And if Usman is able to wear Masvidal down, I think he could get that finish in the fourth, fifth round, those championship rounds. And that's honestly what I'm expecting. I think Usman will end up pulling this out. I give a lot of credit to Masvidal for making this work. It's just essentially, it it encapsulates what he is as a fighter, just so game. It's his nickname, Game Bread. Uh, he is a game, game competitor. And this is just a showing of that, win or lose. Uh, the guy can't be, you can't really shit on him for doing what he's done in these in this week. Uh, really impressive. True, de- true dedication, for sure. 
Uh, I also, I wrote an article about this. I give Kamaru Usman credit as well. Um, being the champ, these uncertain times, everything's on the line for you, your belt. Um, your opponent changes from a friend to a rival on a, with a week to go before the fight. And I think that has an effect on anyone's mindset. Usman's very mentally tough. Uh, he's proven that in his recent fights. Um, and I think that definitely has an effect on his mindset heading in. It's going to be a lot different stepping into that octagon and seeing a guy that you hate over there 20 feet away from you instead of seeing a guy who you've trained with and you're friends with. It's just different, no matter how you look at it. Uh, right now, William Hill has Masvidal as a plus 190 favorite. Whereas Usman is a minus 250, or uh, sorry, Masvidal is a plus 190 dog. Usman is a minus 250 favorite in this one. Uh, it's going to be a close fight, but I do think Usman will wear Masvidal down in this one. And I expect him to get that finish in the championship rounds. Um, moving on to the co-main event though, moving right along. This is a rematch, Alexander Volkanovsky. And possibly the greatest 145er ever, Matt Holloway. Uh, these two fought a few months ago, several months ago. The rematch was inevitable. The fight was so close. Many people had Holloway winning. He outlanded Volkanovski to the head and body. But the judges gave it to Volkanovski. I wasn't mad with it. I thought it was so close. It could have gone either way. Um... Volkanovski had a ton of success with his leg kicks in that one, and I definitely expect... I mean, the first thing, when this fight was announced, the first thing that I thought was, it is so hard to imagine, to me anyway, Max Holloway losing twice in a row, let, oh, twice in a row to the same guy. That just doesn't really compute with me. Uh, if you look at Max Holloway's career, it just doesn't happen. The guy is so tough to beat. Volkanovski barely beat him the first time, the first match. I think Volkanovski's going to come into this one very motivated to try and finish Holloway to end this chapter and move on to the next page in his career. Um, and that would be so impressive if he's able to go up two nothing against Matt's Holloway. That'd be so impressive, such a stamp on Volkanovski's career if he's able to do it. Uh. This fight has 25 minutes written all over it, in my opinion. I very much think this one goes the distance. Similar to the first one, just back and forth, so close. I think Holloway's going to try and use his reach in this one to evade the light kicks. Uh, he'll definitely have some sort of answer for those, for sure. Um, <clears throat> but, like I said, Volkanovski, I think, is going to come out swinging in this one. Trying to put Holloway's lights out, which is so tough to do. The guy's got Holloway's got a granite chin, nearly impossible to finish. Um, and that's why I think this one goes the distance. As for who wins, I think I'm leaning towards Matt Holloway in this one. I think he's gonna get the better of Volkanovski in the judges' eyes. I think he's gonna set up that trilogy fight. That's easy, easy to uh, make. The Nets fight if Holloway wins. If Volkanovski wins, 
he has already said that and rejected Cejudo's offer to fight for the 145 belt. And I couldn't be happier about that because 145 is such a deep, talented division. I just think if you're the champ in that division right now, you just got to take on all comers, whoever's next. And it's looking like it's going to be the winner of Korean Zombie and Ortega. You also got Zabit and Yair scheduled to fight. Uh, So if Zabit wins that, especially you got another guy right there ready for the title fight. Um... So yeah, 145, I would hate to see Volkanovski take on Cejudo. It doesn't sound like he's going to if he wins. He'll take on probably the winner of Korean Zombie and Ortega. And I like that. If Holloway wins, easy. He got the trilogy fight, him and Volkanovski, which will be a lot of fun as well. Such a close fight. I got Holloway, though, by decision. Then I got Usman so far. Winning the main event over Masvidal in the 4th or 5th. I think he'll get the finish. I do. Uh, And then that's easy too. He'll for sure fight Gilbert Burns next. If the UFC doesn't uh, make Gilbert Burns... Or put Gilbert Burns back in the title pitcher against Usman... That's doing him so dirty. Because he couldn't control getting COVID and stepping down out of this fight. It's just out of his control... He's got to be next, no matter what, honestly. Um, I hate to backtrack back to the main event, but he's Burns has even said that he is a little worried about Masvidal winning because he's such a wild card and you just don't know. Uh, it could really muddy things up. Masvidal has expressed serious interest in fighting Diaz. He's even talked about Wonderboy Thompson. Never really mentions Burns. You got Covington, which would be a fan favorite fight. Uh, teammates turn rivals. So Burns is rooting for Usman not only because he's his friend, but because it just makes things a lot more clear in the 170 division. Uh, so let's go to the 135 championship fight between Peter Yan and Jose Aldo. This will be the first title fight of the night. Um, these two are fighting for the belt that Henry Cejudo vacated. And... I've stuck with this opinion for a long time, and I'm sticking by it. I still think Aldo shouldn't be in here. Even before Sterling beat Sanhagen and made quick work of him, I thought Sterling still should have been in there facing Jan. But what are you going to do? Aldo is a legend, and this is a very competitive fight. This is, without a doubt, the toughest fight of Peter Jan's career. And I don't think you can say that about Aldo, Aldo's career. Jan is not Aldo's toughest fight, I don't think. When you look at all the guys Aldo's taken on in his uh, career. But this is certainly the toughest test for Jan. He's coming off that win over Uriah Faber, which was uh, very impressive. Faber's so tough to finish, nearly impossible to do. He got the job done with the head kick. And that's why he finds himself fighting for this belt right now. And this is such a close fight, too. Oh, my God. The margin is so small with these two, I think. Um, I really do believe, though, that I might be in the minority here. I think Jan has a better chance to finish Aldo than the other way around. Um, Jan has a 50% finish rate so far in his sits fights. 
in the UFC. Aldo has been finished a couple times since uh, in the last few years. So, <clears throat> and Jan to me just seems like somebody who would be so tough to finish. Uh, he is so tough-minded, that guy. These two are so quick, so powerful, and so technical. Do not blink during this one. Because these guys are going to be throwing. Um, next, Aljamain Sterling for either one of these guys. Whoever wins, Aljo is clearly next in line. Uh, as for who I think will win this, it is so tough. Um, I haven't really thought about who I think is going to win this one. I'm leaning towards Jan, though. I am. Uh, I'm leaning towards Peter Jan right now. Um, I think this will go into the championship rounds too. I really do. We might have 75 minutes of fights just with these three fights. All three of these I could see going to decision for sure. Um, the matchups are so close, and that's that's what you want with title fights. You want those matchups that's so hard to pick, and these are certainly without a doubt. Um. So yeah, I'll go Jan with that one. So I got Usman in the fourth or fifth, finishing Masvidal. I got Holloway winning by decision, and I got Jan getting the finish in, let's say, the fourth round. I would say the third or fourth round for Peter Jan. Um, most underrated fight on this card is clearly Yuri Prohaska and Vulcan Ozdemir. Um, that is the featured prelim. Yuri Prohaska I've talked about for several months now as being a problem in the UFC light heavyweight division. And this is going to be the start, I think, against Volkan Uzdemir. Uh, making his debut, Prohaska is a former Ryzen light heavyweight champ. Uh, he's 26-3-1 in his MMA career. Very impressive striker out of the Czech Republic with very heavy hands. Likes to keep his hands down. And just throw strikes from very unexpected places that just land and put people out. Volkan Uzdemir is a striker himself. These two are going to stand and bang and knock. Somebody's getting knocked out in this one. Uh, Yuri right now, according to William Hill, is a plus 125 dog. I take that for sure. I think Yuri is a matchup problem for a lot of guys in the 205 division in the UFC. You're going to be hearing a lot about Yuri Prohaska, especially if he gets this win over Uzdemir. He's already going to be fighting a top-five guy probably after that, which is crazy in his second UFC fight. Uh, before you know it, he could be right there fighting uh, a title eliminator in 205. He's exciting to watch. Uh, just a knockout artist. So I can't wait for that one. Um... <clears throat> Oh yeah, one more thing. How is Matt Holloway 28 years old? That is so mind-blowing to me. Matt Holloway, like to the casual fan looking at how long he's been fighting, like you would think he's like 34. He's two years younger than Israel Adesanya, which is mind-blowing. And even Aldo's like 33, which is young to me, thinking that Jose Aldo, how long he's been around. He's just 33. He's got so many miles on him, though. Been fighting for so long. He's like 38 in fight years. Let's be honest. Holloway's like 34 in fight years. But these guys, both so tough. Legends 
and they're both fighting for titles this Saturday at UFC 251. Fight Island is going to be awesome. First of four cards on Fight Island. So, so exciting. Um, so, yeah, one more time. Let's just run through it. I got Usman wearing Masvidal down in the fourth and fifth rounds and then eventually getting that finish over Masvidal. TKO. I got Holloway using his reach more effectively in this one over Volkanovski. Um, I think this one will be super close at the first one. Decision either way. I see it going 25 minutes, but I think Holloway edges it out this time. Um, And then Jose Aldo, Peter Jan. Super tough pick for me. Really is. I think Jan, though, is going to get the finish in the third or fourth round. So we're going to have three title fights. Craziness. So fun. Everybody is healthy so far. Everybody made weight so far. Really doing a great job. The UFC can't commend them really any more than I have. They deserve it. Um, And look early next week, Monday or Tuesday, I will be on with uh, my colleague, Alexis Rodriguez, breaking down the results of the inaugural Fight Island card. Um, as for Ear to the Canvas, you can find me on Spotify, YouTube, wherever you listen to your podcasts. And of course, back to sports page or social media. Just search Ryan Trueland, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. I uh, hope you enjoy the fights. Going to be a great, great weekend. And can't wait to break them down next week. Enjoy the weekend.